Welcome to the Vine Church TC Community Podcast. This is Jamie Jones, your host, and I am so excited to share with you conversations with people right here in our very own community. I hope this brings us all closer together and reaffirms to each listener that you belong. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I am having a conversation with a couple. This couple was funny because they said that they didn't think they were very interesting, but I thought they were super interesting and I loved getting to know more about them. I'm sure you will as well. Here is my conversation with Erin and Anita Mraz. Thank you guys. This is cool. I have never done this before with a couple. So I was so glad when you suggested it. Thanks. <laughs> Hopefully we'll make us a little more comfortable since we yeah. tend to be a little introverted. <laughs> yeah. I, I have seen you at the Vine Church, but never really had a conversation. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, getting to ask you all these questions. So Let's just start with what are your names and where do you live? Uh, we are Anita and Aaron Mraz, and we live in West Richland. So I would love to hear how you guys met your relationship story. And however it works, I don't know who's going to answer what. So okay. whatever, whoever jumps in first. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll go. Uh, basically, we met when we were both in Cheney finishing up uh, at Eastern and we, we were both introverts. So we ended up doing match.com and we met each other, kind of shot emails back and forth for a little while and then decided we should go out on a date. And that's when I found out she lived in the same apartment complex as I did. (laughs) So I, it was November, so I had to drive my Jeep around town because I didn't want my, her to get into like a car that was 32 degrees, so I had to drive around for about 20 minutes getting the, the Jeep warm and then finally pulled in. And Wow. You were very, like, you were, you were ready to make an impression. Like, I'm impressed that you thought about that. Well, I, yeah, and then when I got there, she said I couldn't, she, she'd just meet me in the parking lot because she didn't want me to know where she lived. I did not. <laughs> it's because my sister was cooking like shrimp scampi, so our apartment just smelled horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a great story. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so so how long did you guys date, and then when did you get married? So we dated for just a year, and then we got engaged in November of 2010. Yeah. And then uh, we, I had moved to Port Angeles because Aaron got a job in Port Angeles. And so I moved out there and got a job as well. So we were teaching out there, got engaged, and then we got married the following summer in July of 2011. So yeah, pretty quick. And, yeah. Well, that is a relative thing. <laughs> That's relative. Um, where did you get married? We got married in Otter Rock, Oregon. So we rented a big family beach house on the coast and our both of our families stayed there all week and then at the end of the week we got married and Aaron's sister is a pastor so she married us and we only had 20 people at our wedding I think we counted the other day and there was 21 we just wanted something small and 
yeah, it was just really fun that our families got to spend the week together and then we ended it by getting married. So That is so neat. I feel like that is a very, um, like thought out of what you guys actually wanted for your wedding. I mean, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I always look back and I just love our wedding. So it's perfect <laughs> for us. <laughs> yeah, be- being introverts, it really helped and, and we're cheap too. So that, that was nice. No, we're not cheap. We just wanted to go on a honeymoon. You're right. We wanted to go on a really nice honeymoon. So we. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's wise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys are smart. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have kids? And if so, tell me a little bit about your kids. We've got, we have one kid. He's uh, Abram. And he's three, he'll be four in November. We adopted him from China in 2018, November of 2018. And he's, I don't know, he's great. Uh, <laughs> I want to call him a turd because he's a turd sometimes. But over, I mean, overall, he's he's a good kid. So he's a, honestly quite, I mean, he's a blessing for for what? For, for all the things that you just don't know going into uh, adoption, he's he's been fantastic, amazing, sweet, loving little guy. Anyway. That's awesome. So he he came home really tiny then, huh? Yeah, we met him two days before he turned two. So. Okay got to be there for a second birthday and celebrate in China and our hotel made us a cake and yeah, it was really fun. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So, uh, what do you each do for work? So we're both teachers. So I teach kindergarten at Wiley elementary in West Richland, which is awesome because I just get to walk to work every day and yeah, trying to think about how we're going to do kindergarten virtually this year. And then, Aaron teaches high school math at Chiawana in Pasco. Yeah, this is, there's so many challenges for teachers right now. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Really yeah. stressful. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm praying for you. I'm praying Thanks. for all the teachers. <laughs> Thank you. We're trying our best, but it's definitely a learning curve for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And kindergarten too. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just such a weird year. Okay. But that's neat. You're both teachers. So you have virtually the same schedule. Yes. We love that. So we love to just go normally in a normal summer. We just kind of can go camping and go on vacation. And yeah, we love our same schedule and that time off we get to have with our family. (laughs) For sure. So I'd love to hear what your interests and hobbies are so your individual interests and hobbies and then the ones that you share (laughs) uh yeah that this is definitely one that in terms of hobbies i think for me big one is just building things i mean uh I, i like doing woodworking of any sort um Mountain biking when I'm not doing something like that. Uh, I don't know. Anita, you know me better. Any ideas? (laughs) 
No, I mean, yeah, spending time with your family that keeps us pretty busy. So we don't have yeah. a ton of time for hobbies with a three-year-old. So, right. Yeah. I'm and curious. Well, can I ask you a question about your woodworking? Like, can you give me an example of something like that? I, I, what are something? What's something you recently did, like in the last year or two? Um. I made, I made our dining room table. I don't know what that means. How <laughs> are the shelves? You need the shelves. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, yeah, I. I in. Oh, wow. And in the cabinets. Uh, what else? Cool. One, that was, one that was fun was uh, my brother and sister-in-law. We made them a wine barrel staves from a wine barrel I made two Adirondack chairs for him out of those and that was that was a lot of fun it was because it was kind of a little bit of a head scratcher because uh -huh. you're dealing with curved wood instead of straight wood uh -huh. uh, that was a lot of fun that is so cool okay because I was like I wasn't sure if it was like woodworking like making a little carving <laughs> oh. or for, yeah, so that gives me yeah. Good, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, no, no, it's it's usually awkwardly large for yeah, no trinkets or anything like that. <laughs> okay, and what about you, Anita? Um, so I'm like pretty into hand lettering right now, so I'm working on kind of calendars for my mom and Aaron's mom, and so I'm enjoying doing that when I have a little bit of spare time or when I'm at a training, just listening, doodling. That's really fun. Um, and then, yeah, not a lot of spare time, but I l enjoy working out. I love to go for several walks every day, walk our dog and I love to do Pilates and yeah, go hiking. So, uh -huh. and so what about together? What are things that you guys like to do together? We have a camper, so we love to go camping. Um, especially now with Abram, it's really fun. Well, it's different camping, but it's still fun. <laughs> And we like to go, we like to travel. We were supposed to go to Hawaii this summer. So um, we love Hawaii and we love just wandering and exploring new places. Uh, what else do we like, Aaron? Breweries. <laughs> yeah, brewery. Yeah, we, we mostly like to, usually our best days are wandering through a town and then ending up at their brewery for mm -hmm. like a drink. So yep. as, as, as simple and Kind of ridiculous as that sounds. Not to me. Okay. Not to me. That sounds great. I, my husband and I are the same way. We love to go to Hood River. Oh, we do too. Yeah. There's go. some great breweries there. Um, okay, so do you want to know something kind of that I think is funny? I just plugged my headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even have my headphones plugged in that whole time. And I'm like, what? Anyway, my brain is... Uh, it's been there. I have a lot going on. We're just, we just decided to um, sell our house. And so it's just, it's been a crazy day. And that's my excuse because my headphones should have been plugged in. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, you guys, your the sound is better now for me. Good. I'm glad you can hear. <laughs> okay. Well, I had you fill out these questions in advance. So one thing you guys didn't mention is kayaking. And I wanted to, I want to talk about that because we just got kayaks and we like kayaking and I need to know, like, do you kayak around here or what does that look like for you guys? 
So we got them when we lived in Port Angeles. So it was a lot easier to go. And now we have Abram. So we really, we love kayaking. Have we done it this year? No. (laughs) Okay. You know what? It's true. You're in that season. You're in that season. And he's, he's little. So yeah. Yeah. We just, I feel like we're just coming out of that season, which is why we have kayaks now, but we didn't have kayaks like when we lived in Hawaii, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So anyway. um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, But in terms of going around here, it was the one that we tried to do just about every year until the last couple was uh, um, the Hanford Reach. So you put in up by the Vernita Bridge, kind of out towards Vantage, and then float down to somewhere in between Richland and <laughs> the Vernita Bridge. So it's it's a fun, it's a fun little float. And that's on the Columbia, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because we did the no the Yakima, we did the Yakima River, and that was fun, but. Um, yeah, we need to we need to get out there in our kayaks more, and that's why we're moving because we're going to live close enough to the river where we can walk our kayaks. <laughs> uh, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's that's been the hard thing. Is yeah, we bought them when we were, you know, there were bays and different things that we could easily like. We're just going to go out and do it. And mm-hmm. Saturday morning, we wake up and go, "Should we do that today?" Oh, sure. And we right. went there in ten minutes, and uh, and now it's a little more. Yeah. yeah. With, with Abram going, gosh, the last time I took him out, he wanted to paddle. And when I told when he clearly could not hold the paddle, I told him I have to. And then there was a whole thing. And yeah, so <laughs> My next question is about what you guys are passionate about. So what are you passionate about? Um, each of you. You want me to go first there? Yes. <laughs> so I'm super passionate about adoption. So it was really on my heart to adopt, and um, yeah, luckily Aaron was on board. But now that we have adopted, I feel like I just didn't know anything going on. So I feel like it's my passion just um, becoming more educated about it, and especially like mm, donating to and learning about agencies that are really working to keep families together. So yeah, that's become definitely a huge passion of mine. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron, uh, this is this is always a bad one when I read it. Uh, so to preface this, I guess um, my brother and sister-in-law always. My personality is whelmed. I'm not overwhelmed or underwhelmed. I'm just like right in the middle. Uh-huh. So to be to be passionate about something is almost it feels like a real foreign idea to me. But um, <laughs> but I. I guess if I had to put something on it, I mean, uh, my family is a huge, huge part, um, whether it's just, you know, my immediate family, extended family, um, just spending time with them and, and being in contact. That's, that's really important to me. Uh, I, I think with, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit with teaching. Teaching is a, Teaching is a, a really hard profession, so unless you actually enjoy it in some way, that that's probably got to be a passion. Otherwise, you wash out in two or three years usually. Mm-hmm. So I, I, those are probably my two: family and work. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> sort of passionate about. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, you can tell if a teacher enjoys what they do or not, and it makes a huge difference. So, I mean, I'm not a student of yours, but I'm sure your students are lucky to have you if you're a passionate teacher. That's for sure. I'll, um, ask, I'll ask him this year. Yeah. I come off as passionate. <laughs> Wait, that, that might be bad too. <laughs> to ask teenagers. Yeah, just don't ask them. Just don't yeah. ask them. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the next question I have for you is how and when did you connect with the Vine Church? You thought this one through already, so you have to do it. Okay. Uh, so uh, I, I can't remember what year it was. It was just before we adopted Abrams, so it would have been 18, I think. Spring of 18. We'd been going to another church for, I don't know, probably three years at, at that point, And we just kind of, we'd, we'd fallen out of love with the church. Um, just kind of felt like a, just a invisible, I don't know, two invisible people that come in, sing a few songs, listen to a, a message, and then you walk out and, you know, there's just complete uh, anonymity. Uh, so we, so we left there and we we're, I mean, we we're relatively involved with that church and we left and tried a few different places and ended up at small churches, kind of medium churches, small. Yeah. And then uh, we found at, at one point we just decided, you know what, uh, we're, we're actually, when we're going through the adoption process, Aaron Bush was our social worker. Is that the right word? Terminology. Okay. But she was our social worker and she's, she mentioned that she went there and Anita said, let's give that a shot. So we, we went and yeah, the, I mean, the rest is kind of history. So it was, it was a very welcoming place. Um, yeah especially compared to some of the, some of the other churches that we'd visited where you come in and you immediately go, Oh, well, there's that click. There's that click. There's that click. And we're right in the middle and all right, we'll just, we'll hang out here until they're done passing the piece or you know, whatever, whatever yeah. it was, but yeah, immediately. Yeah. Just being welcomed and felt like we, we weren't strangers. we no, that, that was a big thing for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And so you've, you've been there for a couple years now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would love to hear your kind of your faith journey story. If you could each share that kind of where you've been and where you are now in your faith journey. So I grew up Catholic and um, yeah, so I did youth group and that sort of thing growing up and CCD and all of that. Um, and then when I was 11, my dad passed away of cancer and uh, my grandma passed away the year before. And so my mom just lost her mom and then she lost my dad and then our other grandparents all passed away right kind of within that time. So I think just seeing my mom go through that just really strengthened my faith that way. 
but it was still trying to find, um, I guess, a faith that um, that felt more like for me. So mm -hmm. when I went to college, I did um, youth group again, but that time I was more going to a Baptist church and just trying different things with my friends and, you know, experiencing different churches. And then when Aaron and I met, he's Lutheran. So <laughs> we went to Lutheran church for a while. So I've definitely always had the faith, but yeah, it was, so I don't like have a moment where I just like knew, but I definitely think watching my mom, the way she went through that hard time and just was still so strong in her faith, mm -hmm. more faithful probably. But then I think, yeah, since being married and even the first church we were at, really, it was like a different kind of faith, uh, reading the Bible more, which wasn't a part of as much growing up. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so I'd say it's definitely stronger. And then just the whole experience with Abram um, and adoption has really made it stronger, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's mine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, as Anita said, I grew up Lutheran, but it, it was one of those every Sunday you go to church, you, you know, you go through confirmation, you do all that stuff. And I was, I was, uh, you're, I wasn't an altar boy. I mean, but I mean, it was about as close as you can get in a, in a Lutheran faith, I guess, as an acolyte and did all that good stuff. Uh, as I got older into my teenage years it was a lot easier to sleep in on a Sunday and just say every teenager you, if you force it long enough they're going to choose either to leave you or miss church and my parents wouldn't miss church so you know they kind of slide away as you get a little bit older in those teenage years um so through through that through college you know I still felt like I had faith but I wasn't really a, a church goer I outside of, I'll, I'll go with my parents when I go home, that kind of thing. And um, but I think when, when I met Anita, that kind of brought me back to, okay, we, let, let's start going back to church. Let's start, um, start practicing a little more of what, what you believe. And that, I think that was, that, that was honestly real big for me. I mean, She's she's been the driving force of we need to go back to church, you know. Like that was the whole reason we found the original church in the first place when we moved back here. It was we need to find a church. Let's let's try here. So, mm -hmm. um, I think recently we, for myself, I think I've been I've been struggling a little bit with my faith. Um, and Anita and I were talking about this a week or so ago, and she, you know, she's like, "I'm worried about you, about your faith," and and she's like, "I think the words were, this isn't what I signed up for,' <laughs> and, and 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 it's kind of one of those that I I agree that it's not what either of us signed up for. I think I think where I, I I've been struggling is with. with all of the world's religions, why is, why, why is Christianity the only one? 
that is the right answer. Because I, I look at it from the terms of if, if there's a, you know, if there's a Buddhist monk halfway around the world who is, who is living a, a, a pious, amazing, you know, life of supporting, I don't know, orphans or, you know, imagine the, the most grand picture. But if they don't say, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and that means they don't go to heaven? So I, 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 that's something I've been really struggling with lately mm-hmm. um, of why, you know, is it the same God and all of our stories have been, the cables have been crossed and disconnected over the thousands of years or, or, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's hard for me to reconcile from a, a logical brand perspective. Yeah. Well, I so appreciate you just being honest and real about where you're at in your faith. And I just, I think that's awesome. And having questions, I think is a really good thing. (laughs) And I think that eventually I would love to hang out with you guys and that you and my husband would have some really good conversation. Uh, he's had conversations along those lines with Buddhist monks. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. It sounds like being married has impacted your faith journey. Um, you kind of both talked about that, how that's, um, seems like it's been more important to you kind of since you've been married. Is that right? Yeah, I think it has for sure. I think both during college, it's easier to be like, you know, not go to church and be busy with other things. And yeah, that was an important thing for our marriage for sure. Saturday nights get really late on in college. Is that what you're saying, Anita? Well, not necessarily. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> so if you have a story when you knew God was real, I would love to hear that. And maybe you don't. I think for me, I just always felt that way. But yeah, again, just kind of the going through losing my dad at a young age, I think for me made it more real, even though it was hard and I felt mad. But yeah, I don't really remember a specific like time when I just knew. It just feels like I've always kind of and haven't really wavered that way. So mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't have a, a, a groundbreaking or earth shattering revelation or anything. I, I think similarly, I've, maybe it's just growing up in the church, but there's always that feeling of, okay, when, when I do something or when something happens, there's a reason behind it um, that, that it can't just be, because however many millions of atoms are in my body decided to do it, it's, there's, there's something, there's a driving force. So I, I think that's maybe where it is, but yeah, I wish I had a great story of something, but I don't. Well, no problem. <laughs> uh, maybe you will one day, maybe one day some <laughs> crazy story will happen, but. There you go. <laughs> Just keep asking questions. There we go. <laughs> Do you guys have an inspirational couple that you look up to? 
I think Aaron's parents are a really good example. They're just, they've been married next, or in like three years, won't it be 50 years? Something, uh, something like that. Yeah, so just like a long marriage, and they still just love to be together, and um, they have their faith, it seems, too, and just, yeah, they just seem to have a good marriage and a good friendship, too. So mm-hmm. That's a long time to be married. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. So this is a fun question. So I want to know what or how would you describe your ideal date night? When Aaron asked me this, I said, just having one. (laughs) (laughs) So we've actually put it on the calendar just starting last week, like Thursday night is going to be our date night. But I think an ideal date for us is like we said before, just getting able to like wander around a new place and and end up at a brewery is really hard. <laughs> we just really love to do that together. And we love to have blind taste tests. So, you know, when Ooh. we're at the brewery, we're like, okay, you taste this one, close your eyes. Yeah, can we go back? Blind taste tests are a passion for me. I think okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. And now so, Abram loves to do blind taste tests as well. So <laughs> I'd be like, I want to do a blind taste test and close his eyes and open it. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. So do, when you do your blind ta- uh, taste test, you said breweries. So do you do winery to, wineries too or mostly just beer? Mostly just beer, but we'll do blind taste tests with like food, at home, yeah. out. Chips. Which is the better tortilla chip? Close your eyes. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay, so how about you, Aaron? Are you on board with that? Is that your ideal date night too? Absolutely. I, I, we're, I mean – just we're very simple people um we don't yeah we're not that exciting so when when the when the opportunity to go out and just wander through shops and don't even really ever buy anything you just wander and go that looks cool or i could probably build that don't buy it babe and then (laughs) and and, yeah and then we end up yeah somewhere brewery or not end up somewhere have a good bite to eat and mm-hmm. then call it a day. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's right on track for me. Okay. So here's a question and this, I mean, it's, it's pandemic world. So I'm curious what your answer will be, but when was your last date night and what did you do? Our last date was last Thursday Oh, <laughs> I put it on the calendar. <laughs> and uh, what did we do, Aaron? We got, we got, okay. We got crowlers to go from brew <laughs> and we got a pizza at stick and stone. And then we has started a little devotional for couples. So we did that. And I don't know. Is that all we did? Right, so. Yeah. We read our devotional and ate our yeah. pizza and blind taste tested each other's beer. <laughs> oh yeah. So did you take, where did you eat then? Did you eat on a patio somewhere? At, at our house. Yeah. Okay. Then. Yeah. So speaking of the crazy pandemic time, what is something good that's come out of this time for you guys? It, probably the, the amount of time we're getting to spend with Abram. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate in the fact that either Anita's mom or my parents watch him every day that we go to work. So we, he's always, especially as an adopted kid having 
that support and you know the the abandonment issues kind of you know that weighed on us heavily when we went back to work but having them as a support was great but you still look at it and go you know you come back from work and you go you hear all these stories and go what did he do oh i missed that mm. so so that's that's been a, a a real blessing for us and the fact that even though it was stressful trying to teach in the spring and stressful now as we try and figure out how to teach again here in the fall, we we get to spend more time with them now than we sadly ever will. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, really ever will. Cause when he moves out, he doesn't want to come back and hang out with mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm hearing that a lot that um, quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Our love language. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's been a really, that's been a gift in the midst of all Mm -hmm. the hard stuff. Yeah. So what is your go-to order from your favorite restaurant in the Tri-Cities? Did you figure this out, Erin? I'll I'll roll with it. I'll see what you say first. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Oh, and yeah, you can have two different answers. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I love to go to Gray's. And in the summer, they have the zucchini panini, and it is so good. Really, <laughs> Aaron does well. Even Aaron likes it. He doesn't like zucchini, so yeah. I'll give that to you. It's it's pretty good for a for a zucchini. <laughs> and, uh, no, I did think about this. Probably mine is. I can't. I don't know what the name of the burger is, but at Foodies, uh, there's a burger with pastrami and it's basically like a Reuben burger. I can't think of what they call it. It's just gigantic and it ends up, it ends up falling apart in your hands, but it, yeah. That's good. <laughs> that, that with a beer and some fries that that's my vote too. Uh-huh. Both of those sound delicious. <laughs> they are. Okay. And the last question I have for you guys is what is one thing that's bringing you joy right now? <laughs> I feel like that's a tough one for me because I was in meetings all day, but hmm, let me think about it. yeah. And I mean, it's kind of crunch time with school starting and all. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, I don't think so, but <laughs> I mean, there are, I'm obviously happy. Aaron, you go first. <laughs> let me think. Okay. Uh, yeah, put this on me. Uh, no, I, I think, I mean, I think really it is a matter of, it, it kind of goes in hand in hand with, the kind of pandemic thing and that's just family. The fact that we thankfully no one in our, in our family has been sick. Um, everybody's staying safe. Even those of our, even our, we have family members that are, you know, nurses or, um, or working in hospitals and things like that where they have to be there and exposed and, or just, yeah, I think that probably brings me the most joy or feel very blessed to, to know that they are safe and, and yeah, they're still around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mine's Abram because he is, he's, loves to make us laugh and he always says that, do I make you laugh? And <laughs> so his new thing is like making silly faces where he really scrunches his eyebrows and he says, I have on a little hat. 
I think you can <laughs> see his eyebrows. <laughs> like, you know, so he says he has a little hat. So he's just funny. So he brings us a lot of joy for sure. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Where is he? He's with Aaron's parents right now. Yeah. And then we're all going over to my mom's for dinner. You should, you should, you should sound more sure about that. I let him out the front door this morning and I haven't, I haven't seen him since. You will get to that phase. <laughs> that, it's I'm, not that far away. <laughs> that will be great. I will take that. <laughs> one day, one yeah. day you'll be like, mm, I think, I think I know where they are. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Well, thank you guys. This was awesome. I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. I feel honored that I got to know a lot about you guys. And I just, I think it's pretty great that you guys both went on match.com being the introverts that you both are. How does that work in your marriage? If you're both introverts, do you just like go to separate corners for a while and do your own thing or what? We think we're introverts almost in name only. I think in, in we're introverts when we, I don't know what's the word. We're, just when we're in a situation that we're not fully comfortable. Yeah, it's really probably more like shy. Like, because when we're at home or with our family, we're certainly not introverted. Yeah. And we don't really seem to need like that time to recharge. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have no problem in a group of kindergartners. But when I have to talk to a group of their parents, that's probably where it's harder for me. But I mean, we can certainly yeah. still do it. But, yeah, we love to spend all our time together. So we don't really <laughs> take a break. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing because now you're home all the time. Together, all together. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All day. <laughs> Every well, day. Every amazing day. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, I hope this school year, I hope that it goes well and all these challenges that you're facing. I mean, again, I'll be praying for you now that I know both of you guys are teachers. And yeah, it's not easy, but. We can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And yeah, we'll all get through this crazy time. And as parents too, as parents too, I'm like, I mean, I, yeah, we'll see. Um, Lots of grace, lots of grace for teachers, (laughs) lots of grace for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. God, God willing. Most of us teachers have figured it, figured something out since this spring when it was a, when it was a triage unit of just give them something to work on. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll see. All right. All right. Well, I hope to see you in real life in person one day. <laughs> that would be nice. Hopefully yes. not too far away in the future. Yeah. All right. Thank you again. All right. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Have Bye. a good rest of your day. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these stories that help us connect with each other right here in the Tri-Cities.